Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I'm joined by the rest of Team Speedy Arrowcast. Mr. Guy English. Hello. And Mr. John Maltz. Hi. And we're here to talk about Season 4, Episode 7? Seven. Seven. I'm all over this, as you can tell, as usual. Uh, I believe it is 7. Brotherhood. Was it Episode 8 of of the uh, Flash this week? One of them was Episode 8, so it must have been I think they're both 7 and 8. The 8s are the crossovers. Um, Okay, all right. So Episode 7, which is Brotherhood. Uh, and let's do our quick patented speedy recap. <laughs> never that speedy. Which is never that speedy. Uh, Mr. Guy English, you volunteered, or were everybody else took a step back, well, basically? Everybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> I volunteered you. by everybody standing in line and two people standing backwards, stepping backwards when asked. <laughs> yep. um, Congratulations, so the winner is off, here. Yeah, so we start off with uh, the ghosts attacking an armored car. Um, I love how much work the arrow. Uh, motorcycle stunt drivers get because they're basically every episode and it's kind of awesome it's like bmx at revenge um the armored car is stopped by uh uh the the our good guys riding up on motorcycles and uh, the canary cry kicks in and takes down like a bunch of um bunch of ghosts uh there's a giant fight and thea takes out her sword to kill one but manages to restrain herself um, ultimately, the ghosts escape by, or they don't even escape, but they they achieve their objective by blowing up the money. Uh, and Ollie tells us that the money has been sent by the the feds to prop up the Star City Bank. Next time, square cash, guys. Because yeah, because yeah, because that's how they do it. They'd send just like a big truck full of cash. At least it wasn't well, full, full of bull, gold bullion. A, I, I was thinking about that because I mean, to stop a run on the bank, like you need a certain amount of cash, right? Cash on hand, like it's yeah, yeah, there, there is there is something to that. No, there's, but again, but maybe you don't send it in a truck with one dude. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I think if you're trying to stop a major city from collapsing, and the only way you can do it is to sell, like, send bills. Maybe send the army. Or, or, <laughs> yeah, or maybe just let that city fall into the city, ocean. Particularly yeah. a city that's beset by the yeah, highly so trained mercenaries. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that one dude escaped, so good for him. Um, yeah, yeah, he didn't get killed. Uh, I've got a typo in my in my notes here. It says Duffel shares Andy's file with Ollie. <laughs> I have to. Oh, new nickname! <laughs> That's his new code name, Duffel. Duffel. <laughs> never so yeah, so um, uh, after they return to the base, uh, Diggle takes a moment with uh, Ollie and shares Andy's file with him, uh, and he reveals that he got it from Lance. Um, and Ollie is not too quick to judge, but Diggle is pretty much exasperated with Andy and kind of, uh, giving up on him. In a flashback, uh, we see that, uh, Biff reveals that Vlad was, uh, Tiana's brother. Tiana, we have now put it two and two together, is, uh, the woman that Ollie is keeping safe in the cave. Mm. Uh, back in the present date, uh, Data and Jordy figure stuff out about the tooth. Uh, <laughs> which one? Wait, which which one is which? Doesn't matter. Whatever. Troy and Abbott. Troy and Abbott. Yeah, Ray and exactly. Troy and Abbott. <laughs> Ray and Felicity do tech talk to each other, and then tooth. Whatever. Um, then we have a campaign meeting in Ollie's office, uh, and. Ollie says he wants to clean up the bay. Uh, his campaign advisor says it's a, it's a hippie program. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, cute tension, I guess, between Thea and uh, the campaign advisor, whose name I can't remember. And I can't Alex, I think. Alex, that's it. Yeah, that guy. I don't like that guy. <laughs> you just think he's going to be evil because every prior Thea boyfriend has been yeah, evil, right. basically. No, I just think he's – go ahead, Maltz. No, yeah, I was going to say, just because every other one of her boyfriends has been evil does not mean that this boyfriend is necessarily Maybe evil. she has a type. Maybe she's got a type, yeah. He's just boys the pants off of me. Anyway. <laughs> uh, He's a campaign manager. Yeah. And he, you know what? He is playing, like, political campaign manager pretty well. Like, he kind of doesn't care about anything except getting the votes to win. But he's also running unopposed, so I'm not entirely sure 
Yeah, that's that's going to be a relevant theme as we continue this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they decide to go after the. Wait, what happens here? Oh, uh, Thea ignores uh, a phone call from. I don't even have this in my notes. I'm just making it up. But Thea ignores a phone call from Malcolm. Can I can I uh, interject there? There's a so yeah. we've got we got liberal shots this week of the Aerophone interface. I'm going to call it that. It's probably based yeah. on Android. Um, but what bothered me in that scene, I have to go back and look at a close up to see if it's true. But I think that the, there's like a, a cancel and accept or decline accept buttons. But the yeah. I think the T in the accept button is like cut off. Like if you look at the phone, oh, like, it's like it's like too slightly too wide for the screen, <laughs> and I feel uh, like totally that. that was a bad, just a bad mock-up. But it amused yeah. me because yeah, we see that that interface speed. like four different times this week. Yeah, yeah. it's like, funny. It's they're using on. iPhones on uh, on Flash now. On oh yeah, Flash everybody's got an, uh, Flash. Everybody's got an iPhone, and on Arrow they're all still using Android phones. Yeah, but Flash is all the technical nerdy guys. Yeah. <laughs> they were, yeah, they have no money. Remember on this, so they just buy the cheapest phones they can. I, get. I guess is that it? Well, yeah. we're pointing you out in this scene that Ollie has, rather than having twenty tuxes as he used to have, now only ha- has to rent a tux. It's terrible. He had to sell all his tuxes. I know. It's just the worst. <laughs> yeah. Also, the left how low hand, can you go? Right. The left hand and right hand sides of those buttons are cut off. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to, like, we're turning into yeah, a different right, stuff. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So Thea ignores a phone call from Malcolm. Uh, two seconds later, Ollie gets a phone call from uh, Felicity, which he takes because uh, he's a great husband. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, not yet. That ring is still in that bowl on their coffee yeah, table. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. He's married in his, in his heart. He's married. Um, uh, and Felicity has basically discovered a compound uh, where they are keeping um, I don't know how to describe it this, is it a virus? it's like this, you this know, pill formula let's for, let's not think too hard about it yeah, yeah that's right, why I right. skipped over the data and Jordy bit it was like uh, it's a anyways, biological MacGuffin yeah, right. yeah biogeffin so they <laughs> decide to go after the compound um, uh and this I found to look a little bit interesting in that Ollie stayed up on the rooftop like across the street basically while the other guys went in. Uh, yeah, he's quarterbacking. Yeah, I found that interesting. It's like hold – like reserve your big gun. <laughs> <laughs> so he eventually busts in and takes down like four guys. Uh, this is – fight gets kind there's of complicated. A lot of, there's a lot of uneven fights in this one. Yeah, there yeah. are a lot of uneven – there are a lot of good, well-choreographed fight scenes, which I will interject yes. is um, – I read an interview with the director of this week's episode who is actually the show's stunt coordinator. So oh, cool. a big part it. of that was him doing kind of a heavy action episode. And I will talk in particular, I think, about one scene towards the end of this episode, I think, as we get there. Yeah, that would explain a lot because I'm like, wow, the, this, they're going overboard this week. Um, not overboard in a bad way. I was just like, wow, this super action. Took it, took it up a notch. Yeah. Um, anyway, for all of the chaos and the awesomeness that, that ensues, uh, basically – uh, Laurel ends up with the like a vial of the the hive juice, the the yellow bio MacGuffin, um, and Gatorade. gets shot at. Gatorade. Gets shot at by a, a ghost. Diggle steps in and stuns him. Uh, Laurel escapes with the the bio MacGuffin, and Diggle tries to ID the ghost. Uh, turns out it's Andy. <laughs> so that was easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> convenient i mean they all just like it's like 25 ghosts he just happens to pull the mask off of andy yeah and i mean they've been i know this one yeah they've been dropping ghosts left right and center and they haven't tried to id a single one of them but whatever maybe it's particularly on diggle's mind it's fine whatever uh turns out it's andy of course because he's shocked diggle gets uh pushed away and and andy escapes thumbs up to uh david ramsey for doing one of the best like most realistic reactions i think on this show to someone coming back from the dead i felt yeah. like he's 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 just like he's like what the hell is going on you know he rips off his yeah. mask and he's like visibly startled and i always feel like when someone comes back from the dead that is the kind of response that you want aside from you know the fact that they're on broadcast tv and can't use profanity yeah yeah david ramsey killed it this episode he's awesome he really, he really did he did a terrific job yeah um then in a flashback, uh, the Baron has a lie detecting 
bunch of twigs. <laughs> and asks That's a Ollie why he killed Vlad. And Ollie truthfully answers because Vlad attacked him. And then asks Biff if uh, he set Vlad up to attack Ollie. Biff lies. This is Biff Conklin for the listener. But, uh, so Biff lies. Uh, and uh, the Baron is not happy with that. And he intends to torture Biff to exact revenge. I really thought this was might be the point where um, Constantine's tattoo came in handy, like shielding him from the truth-telling twigs. Waiting for that, but, yeah. yeah, but it seemed like, you know, in this case, it was one of those rare, like, circumstances of, yeah, well, technically everything he said was true. Yeah, yeah. I think Ollie's composed enough now that he knows how to answer something without lying. Right. Well, and there was no reason for him to have to lie this time because the only question right. is whether he killed that guy, and he totally did, and he's willing to fess up to that, but, like... Yeah. He didn't do it for any particular reason other than he was defending himself, right? Like, if he asked him, you know, granted, where was those truth-telling twigs when he was like, are you the mole? Like, right, <laughs> truth-telling yeah. twig. Like, was that your backpack? <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Should have started with well, that. Well, I guess if, you could say tech, like, no, because, you know, it's not mine. It's, uh, oh, man, what are they called? Argus. It's, no. It's yeah, that's, that's what, that's what my, my dungeon master calls technically a lie, but you still have to roll a bluff check. Right. <laughs> Um, so it turns out Dark is not a dummy and he calls Lance uh, out um, for having set up a meeting last week which surprise surprise within like a couple of hours uh, you know the super friends show up and and attack his base so I I like I like that he's smart enough to figure that out you know that he isn't a dummy and yeah, okay. There's a, I have a comment about the subsequent development that we learned there, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's, we'll get to it. Uh, so Malcolm dropped by Thea's place uh, on the phone. He's once trying a, to be a good dad. <laughs> once again, a reminder that as Thea is now living with Laurel, Laurel's, Laurel's apartment, yeah. once again, the least secure place mm-hmm. on the Do show. Do not ever go. Yeah. And there's a weird thread going through this episode that I find a little bit odd. But uh, So Malcolm drops by Thea's place and offers her a target to kill, which is a pit of hell. So good, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, don't, kill, don't kill pedophiles. Don't kill anybody, which is cool because she was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh Maybe you should go arrest that guy, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, actually, the thing is he's never been convicted. That's that's the problem, right? Yeah, um, so let's take the justice into our own hands. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what they do. literally what they're doing. kind of what they do. Every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so what I find funny is that Malcolm drops by and Thea threatens to call the police <laughs> on him. That also and struck a like, false chord for me. I'm like, uh, Really? Like in season one, we saw him take out an entire SWAT team that was sent specifically to capture him. And now she's threatening him with like what? Like a patrol car pulls up and you got Malcolm Miller in there? Like that's not going to work out well. He's Rachel Ghoul. <laughs> he's not going to be know. like, you got me. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he was like he, – he was like – anyway, whatever. Because it comes up later. That's why I'm bringing it up. Um, so at the policeman's ball – uh, Ollie says nice things about the police. Uh, Lance tells him that Dark is on to Lance. Um, uh, basically, like, revealing that, that Dark had threatened him. Uh, Ollie is concerned for his safety, which was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he would have been anyway, but it was nice that he actually expressed yeah. it to, to Lance, which is they're kind of the relationship seems to be thawing a little. Um, and in what seems like a way too planted piece of evidence yeah. uh, or intel, mm-hmm. I mean, it was point, It was facing towards him. <laughs> I, I assume turn this around. Did, I mean, did we all not assume to a certain degree that that was going to be a like a test of Lance's loyalty? I, I did, but yeah, I totally did. I, I played out. Yeah, it hasn't it, yet. They haven't played it out yet. Yeah, but. Uh, but it seems like if they just sort of let that one go, that's going to be a little bit sad because it is like I'm here questioning you about your loyalty. Eh, yeah, look at I, my desk. <laughs> vital information lying all over the desk. Oh man, do you know what's bad? What's that? On the so <laughs> on the notes app, the delete trash can is on the lower right. And my my the palm of my hand just deleted. 
Can you, I think, notes that I, was I believe there is a, if you're using the new There's version. a recently deleted yeah. that I'm looking at now, but I'm like, ooh, that was, that was a close one. Shake um, your Mac. Shake, shake your Mac hard. <laughs> no, I, I'm, it's on my iPhone. Oh, there you go. Well, shake your iPhone. Uh, wait, so I'm trying to catch up. This is so pro. Like a Polaroid picture. Yes. I want to note that um, yeah. while the guy is looking, uh, I will note that I, I watched the episode last night um, just after I took a bunch of NyQuil. So <laughs> <laughs> this, is why, this is why I could not do the recap and why some of my wow. recollections may be. <laughs> we are super professional this week. <laughs> Guys, yeah. I, I want to let you know that I, I watched this episode, but I just taken a bunch of speed and it was I had, really I, like, wow. Just, you know, I have not actually watched this episode. <laughs> I watched um, the season one episode just to mix it up. Anyway, so so Ollie act, uh, uh, takes the intel that Lance has supplied. Lance didn't tell him that it was kind of acquired in a weird way, which he probably should have, but whatever. Um, Dig and Laurel have a really nice moment at the bar. Um, the bar at the event, basically, uh, uh, where they share their feelings <laughs> about siblings coming back from the dead. <laughs> But Dig's all really broken up because he, because you know, he always thought the world of Andy, and it turns out Andy's kind of a, being a bad guy. Uh, and he, you know, David Ramsey does some more acting, which is nice. Acting, acting. Well, it's not over the top. It's no, no, realistic. he's great. Like, I think he's MVP. MVP this episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Me too. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that guy. Um, meanwhile, outside. The, the sort of reception in the reception area, uh, Dark introduces himself to Ollie as a potential campaign donor and patron. And they go on a way to private corner and uh, discuss what it is that Dark wants. And basically he wants the bay left as it is. And in return, he will hand wave and basically make things good for Ollie. And if he, Ollie doesn't comply, then he will no longer be running on a post. Well, that, I could not tell if that was an actual, like, I'm entering the race, or more of a, you won't be unopposed, period. Like, I will be working against you, essentially. Yeah, I'm not, I think it was meant to be intentionally nebulous. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if I was hit dark, I wouldn't necessarily enter the race myself. I would just put somebody up to do it. Right, right. That makes sense. Do they? Which, they just, I mean, they don't have any residence requirements. <laughs> Carpet bagging. Well, you can just, yeah, you can just drive in and run for mayor. <laughs> you can run for mayor from Central City if you really need to. Like, why would you live in Star City? Um, Who wants to live in Star City? Nobody. Well, th- this this scene raises a question, which is like what we talked about a little bit last week. Was does does Dark know that Ollie is is the Green Arrow? And it, Doesn't I would say, like. does not seem like it from this. Yeah. No, yeah, I was going to say that that's a pretty effective mask because he just he was staring him right in the face yesterday or last week. He's wearing a hood too. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff yeah. going on there. Whatever, hand wavy. It's fine. He doesn't seem to know, as far as I can tell. Um, but Ollie does, and he's one cool cucumber because he just yeah yeah he does. Well, he, like, plays, he turns yeah. around, and he's standing right there, and he's just like hi. Doesn't do a oh <gasps> Israel. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's got none of his kit with him. He's got nothing on his side. But he just, just his innate coolness. Um, uh, so back at the base, the arrow cave. Ollie wants to walk, uh, walk, work with Dark uh, to undermine his organization from the un- inside. Felicity basically lists off only a very few of the really dumb ideas that Ollie has had. <laughs> And it is still a pretty long list. Um, I like that dating the huntress made the cut. I know, I know. I like that because she was bitter at it at the time. Because it's when she first kind of had a crush on him and he started dating the huntress. And I was like, God, she sucks. Plus she kept coming back and killing people. Yeah, Uh, that was no good. Yeah, that was not. That was a bad relationship. Um, And basically Felicity tells him not to go back to his old playbook. Uh, And what I kind of like about Ollie is that he's... He's not the sharpest tool in the shed at times, but he's super effective. He's like, I know what works. I'm just going to do that again. Uh, and so it takes people like Felicity and Dick to be like, okay, well, can we try something a little bit different this time? Because, you know, that was that didn't work out so well last time. Um, next up is a date night for Thea. 
what I have written down in my notes is this guy sucks with his shitty jokes and running off to take a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, Alex sucks. I don't like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like it. Like, did you take the crown? Like, what are you? What? I don't. His jokes are not funny. He just sucks. Um, anyway, some drunken asshole comes up uh, to hit on Thea. Uh, and kind of makes a rapey sort of uh, you're the kind of girl that no means yes comment, and Thea just goes to town on him. Uh, that was told, really told, all she needed. Yeah, right. You show, are a jerk. This show uh, appropriately really hates rapists. So <laughs> Good, good. Yeah, yeah, good. I mean, don't, right. even, don't even pretend like. Man, ooh, that guy took a beating. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and she only stops because Alex sees her. That uh, is horrified. And is horrified, yeah. Well, and he, probably and he, right, rightfully so. Oh, yeah, definitely. Don't get <laughs> sure, me wrong. Sure, yeah. 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 Like, that was pretty brutal. Anyway, um, so we cut to uh, Lila and Diggs' place, uh, and they're having a great, you know, husband and wife conversation about Andy coming back. Uh, which Ollie intrudes upon. <laughs> Lila gets like three <laughs> words out. Like, I couldn't remember. Did did they? Did the two of them have an interaction post Ollie kidnapping her? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. They had. Lila was like, "I'm over it." She was right. 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 She she's was, she, was, she, she was remarkably cool about it. She's still a little frosty towards him. I feel like in this episode, you know, like I mean, you know, she's just like, "Oh yeah, uh, I'll leave you two alone." Yeah, I think she knows that he's a good actor um, in terms of, like, good, well-intentioned. Right. But it possibly a bad influence and possibly something that's going to get Dick killed. On the other hand, I didn't get, she just, I didn't get, she's I in didn't the same get, line of work, so... I thought I thought it was just about, like, oh, I guess I'm getting the brush off here. I guess you guys have to talk and I'm going to be <laughs> back, in the, back in the other room with the baby again, which apparently <laughs> I've been for, like, four episodes now. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Guy. I was almost I was almost surprised to see her because we haven't seen her. Yeah, long, I right? do. I really like Lila, and I, I wish yeah, there had been. Right. I wish we had a little more of her. But right, yeah. there's so many good characters. Though, I mean, where's Roy? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, anyway, he's gone. Let it go, guy. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah. So he tells Dig that uh, they have some intel, and that uh, the team's going to go to the docks. And, Dig doesn't want anybody involved, and he says, "Okay, just you and me, Ollie. We'll go." So uh, they're sitting on top of uh, a crate, a cargo crate, and they are discovered, <laughs> but not not until after. Uh, Look up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, odds seem low on that, but I guess <laughs> I don't. Who knows? Which, yeah, I mean, they they very they very frequently like are standing up, just like. <laughs> You know, like yeah, they're doing the superhero pose, like seventeen yards away. Yeah, they cannot be seen. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they we learn about the mind control drug, uh, and then they are discovered. Can, can, can I say about the mind control drug? I couldn't see very clearly when he first starts handing it out. So I swear to God, I thought he had a bowl of macaroni and cheese that he was handing <laughs> out. I was like, "What is evil macaroni and cheese?" That's awesome. <laughs> Um, also a hive and then like a honey yellow thing is like, uh-huh. okay. yeah. yeah, we got it. Hive mind. <laughs> fine. Bees. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They should have like black and yellow striped, you know, <laughs> 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 or even like, you know, like that desert, camo, like, like John like Belushi. The, and the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like that desert camo, like disruption right, pattern right. stuff, yeah, except yeah. like yeah. really exaggerated to be yellow and black. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's a massive fight that breaks out, and they're both kind of struggling against a, what seems like a large number of ghosts. So I'm pretty sure it's meant to be a trap. Uh, then a ghost throws a grenade at Ollie and a bunch of other ghosts. Uh, and it can't be a real grenade. It's got to be a, a flashbang or some kind of concussion thing. Uh, but it goes off, and Ollie gets, like, thrown across, like, hit pretty hard. Uh, but manages to get pulled out by Diggle. 
who does an awesome move and takes yes. out an exploding arrow and throws it into a guy's How chest. badass was that? That yeah. was yeah. that was my favorite bit from that episode where it's just yeah. like, hold on. I you know, I feel like that's almost like a Curtis thing, like, oh, did I not mention I'm an Olympic level javelin thrower? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was awesome. And we know he knows what's in the kit, right? Because he's worn the uniform a couple of times, so he's familiar with it. But I like it that he just... cannot shoot a bow but can throw an arrow really yeah. well. Well, hey. Yeah. <laughs> And he picked the exploding one, too. That was awesome. Um, so back at the base, Ollie and Diggle sort of argue. They, they have it out about Andy. Uh, ultimately, Ollie needs to believe he can come back from being evil, and Diggle kind of wants to turn his back on Andy because he's not the man that he believed he, he was. Um, as sort of the argument broadens, basically it ends up with Diggle telling Ollie what Felicity had already told him, which is that he, if he's going to fight Dark, he wants to do it in the light of day rather than the, the old infiltrate the evil conspiracy method that which is nice because like last year. It's kind of like a, I mean, to a certain degree, it's like meta commentary on the show, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Totally. it's the whole, yeah, nobody liked that season, guys. Like, let's, <laughs> let's not just do that season over again. Yeah. And uh, to, like, in, again, I, I think that they've been undoing all of the things that they did last season, or at least the second half of last season. They, they, they went down a path and they've been slowly unwinding it, right? Like, Diggle and Ollie are back. Like, Things are, things are getting better. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so the team goes to grab Andy. Uh, Diggle wants some part of it because he's basically turned his back on Andy. But uh, the team tells him, well, we're going anyway because, you know, you <laughs> do weird. it for us and we're, we like, kind of don't care. We're going to go save your brother. Uh, you'll thank us after, I guess, is their yeah. thing, whatever. Um, so they invade this uh, – I forget where it is. Is it in the bay? Yeah, this is the this is the place that uh, the that bay. Lance found, isn't isn't it? Right. No, Lance found them. Oh, sorry, the you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, This was the this was the headquarters. They thought it was the headquarters. Oh, I missed a scene. I think there's more like uh, Data and Jordy get together and then figure <laughs> out where to go. And then this is yeah, they end up here. Um, so they they basically it's a like a smash and grab and they're, they're trying to grab Andy. Uh, so they bust in there. Uh, they've got these cameras and eye lenses that let them see through masks. So get a little bit high tech for me, but okay. Um, it's fine. It really is. This is, this, is where you, this is where you get out. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, where I, you draw I, after, after four seasons. You're, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly like season one or maybe season two, Ollie, where it's just total ramshackle and like yeah. his own mother yeah. can shoot him and then he's like basically going to die. Like he's just I I agree, crap. but what do you what do you we are where yeah. we are? Yeah, exactly. You got to keep building, right? And this is what we built here, yep. so fine. Yep. I'm having fun. It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just that, you know, if I had my druthers. Um, so ultimately, Thea gets in a, a is the one to engage Andy. And she, and that's a pretty brutal fight and an awesome fight. Uh, and she manages yeah. to knock him out. Well, she manages to get him on his heels and then shoots him with an arrow because Thea don't fool around. Uh, and then Damien Dark shows up with an awesome line. It's Merida. Yeah, I thought that was, <laughs> I that was so, wow. I First of all, <laughs> I have so many questions now because... We've learned in the past that he has a daughter, right? Doesn't when he talks or, to Yeah, I think well he suggests that. I don't think he I mean he says he has children, definitely. Yeah. Um but then he says, he says I mean he says if my daughter did this, I mean he doesn't necessarily okay. say that he I, has it's one it's heavily implied that he has a daughter. And I, I now yeah. I'm picturing him watching Brave with his <laughs> with his daughter. Yeah. Which would be amazing. I kind of think he would be a good dad. I want one uh, episode. Yeah. Can we have one episode where I wonder if they'll do that later on in the season where we see like like Ruby Damian Knight. Dark's home life? Because I'm fascinated. I love this character so much. Uh, I really want to see what that looks like when he is not like running around being evil. Because I feel like he would be a good dad, but he'd also be a little bit like over the top. But like, I, I don't know. I'm fascinated by that dynamic, right? Like we've seen yeah. Malcolm try to be a good dad. <laughs> it yeah. does not work for him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like Damien Dark may be able to like actually separate those two parts of his life. Yeah. 
I say good dad. I think he would be a loving dad who doted over his children. Yeah, exactly. I don't necessarily think they would go up to be the best <laughs> I mean, people in the world. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, right. but whatever. Um, uh, so and then she turns to run and he's behind her. So that's a new power that we've seen, which is interesting. Um, and he gets a death grip on her and it backfires. And he says, oh, that usually works, which I found interesting because uh, usually implies that, like, sometimes it doesn't, right? Yeah, I guess. Like, I he's mean, kind of surprised but not super surprised. Right, right. He gets super surprised once he starts getting all screwed up. Like, yeah. He zombies out of it. He zombies out of it. Yeah, it's like the uh, – well, they suck, suck sort of the bad stuff out of her, right? I, I think so. The, uh, you got the evil you got the juju. Lazarus pit, yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. He managed to suck <clears> the <throat> evil out of it and he gets all whacked out. Um, so that is not pleasant for him. So he's probably kind of pissed about that. Anyway um, – Outside in the courtyard, there's a massive fight going on, and uh, Jay, uh, Jay, Ray joins the Ray. fight. Yeah, I thought and, that was an uh, awesome, awesome. Like he flies in, right? Like, yeah, he zips in yeah. I, at, at first. Yeah, and I wasn't I, expecting it for some reason. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it at all. And at first, I was like, "Is that the Flash?" But it was like because you see like a blue streak come in on this. Yeah, side. but the, the Flash is like like yellow. Yeah, well, I know, but I mean, it happened fast, Dan. What do you mean? <laughs> um, yeah, so Ray Ray shows up and Iron Man's up their asses. Uh, He's like to fight too. Like it's actually all the yeah. the lessons that he apparently took for like you know one week with on Ollie ants, with Ollie on cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he holds his own though, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, he does a pretty good job. Um, anyway, the radio comes in and uh, Laurel has managed to pick up. Andy's uh, passed out body, uh, and Ray needs to extract them. So Ollie tells him to go, and he does. Um, meanwhile, Ollie nukes like four guys in a row <laughs> with arrows. <laughs> like he's he's just stops being cute and starts basically taking people down. And one final guy comes in, and then Dig just puts him down at the end. Uh, and then it says a nice line, which is like, oh, I showed up because my brother needed me. The green one. <laughs> one of your brothers is green? Uh, yeah. You should have that looked at. <laughs> Zing. Uh, <laughs> back at the base, Diggle thanks everybody for being awesome on his behalf. Uh, and if they could, like, have, like, a massive high-five and a group hug, that's probably what they would be doing there. But... Um, Back on the island, Ollie explains to Tatya that uh, Vlad is dead. Um, blames it on Biff Conklin. Doesn't yeah. say that he was the guy to do it. Uh, right. This is all kind of in line with... Um, his old ways. His old ways. He's getting more into them. Like, I don't know about you guys, but when he has to whip Biff, I kind of thought he would find an excuse not to. Yeah, right. but at this point, he is also... I mean, he's still torturer, Ollie, right? Like Exactly. He's going further down into the thing where he's cut now. Anyway. Um, uh, Tatya, I think that's her name. I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, mentions that she was a, dry, a dive instructor. That'll probably which, be relevant. Plot point. Yeah. Well, it's going to, it's, I mean, come on. That's too specific to be anything. Yeah. You know? Well, we do know from the last episode that they were having people look in the water. Right. Oh, right. And right. we know Ollie has a map, which we're going to get to in a second. And so yeah. he's like, oh, there's one way you could help. Yeah. <laughs> even, yeah, even just on the base level of like, we know Ollie needs to pick up how God knows how many skills. So like he's, he needs to learn how to fly at some point, right? So anyway, I need to learn how to fly. <laughs> it's not even a song. I just made that up for you guys. I think right, um, yeah. Thea wants, uh, back at the, uh, back in real time, uh, Thea wants Malcolm to help her with her bloodlust. Uh, he mentions, uh, she mentions that um, Dark's magic tempered it. Uh, Malcolm seems uh, fearful of Damien Dark, but supportive of the idea, which I don't know how to take that. Well, but. we get, I mean, Damien name checks him, right? Like, 
I noticed you trained under Ray- Rachel Ghoul. How is Malcolm doing? Right. Yeah. Um. Back at the uh, the Arrow Cave, uh, Dig goes to confront Andy, and he shows him the file and he asks it. He asks him if it's true, and Andy looks at the file and says, "It's true, all of it." Uh, and it's true, all of it has to be a reference to the Star Wars trailer. <laughs> okay, uh, could be, could be. I, I go on. <laughs> anyway, um, and Diggle seems upset about that because Andy's basically admitting that he is a bad guy and, and has that, seen the Star Wars trailer now. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. In, in, well, in I'm not saying continuity. I'm saying that the, the writers are giving activity. Yeah, I'm saying the writers are giving a nod to Star Wars. That's was there another one? What uh, was there another um, Star Wars trailer nod in either Arrow the Flash recently? I feel like that there mind. was something, but I can't remember what it is. I feel now. like there was something too, but anyway, okay, carry yeah. on. Anyway, this is just the kind of line that you can rewrite on the spot to be more pertinent for the time, right? Anyway. Yeah. Um, Back at the bay, uh, in daylight, uh, Ali is giving a mayoral speech, and he says that uh, he's going to fight for the city in the light of day. Um, and we see Damien Dark standing in the crowd, and he is glowering, displeased. displeased. Yeah. So while our friends on the Flashcast can do that in what forty <laughs> seconds. We've taken 37 minutes. Well, we did a lot of interjecting. I think it's fine. We got our style. They got their yeah. style. We're all about luxury. It's, it's cool. It's yeah. totally cool. Um, yeah, I think they're... So, yeah, uh, great stunt work, I feel like we all agree in this yeah. episode. Particularly that last fight with uh, Thea and Andy, which goes yeah. into an elevator and out of an elevator. Um, I read in this interview with the stunt director who who directed this episode that he's been wanting to do that scene for like 20 years. And it's all one shot <laughs> is the other thing. Yeah. Um, and so he's like at the end, I think he says in the end, it's like a 52 second like unbroken fight scene shot, um, which is pretty great. There's also a nod. I felt like uh, Laurel has a bit there where she takes on a bunch of guys in a hallway, uh, like a like yeah. one hallway shot, which seemed like a, a daredevil uh tip of the hat yeah, there right uh and i'm in the same interview read that he of course the you know he's like yeah i know the guy who's the sun coordinator over on daredevil is a buddy of mine so like i yeah, like, sure, like, specifically checked like you know name check that fight um so that was great and i mean she, she in particular she does very well in this episode combat wise I'm, you know yeah. she's she's definitely like gotten up to the level of everybody else and yeah. she's no longer the the one who's still like trying to yeah. Catch up. One of our listeners. She com- seems a little overpowered. She jumps off the top of like a two-story building. Oh yeah, that was. I thought that was a little surprising. Yeah. <laughs> one it of our cool. uh, was, yeah. one of our listeners complained that they thought it was uh, they didn't buy it, and I was like, I feel like at this point she has paid her dues and got beaten up enough uh, that I am totally on board with her being. You know, she doesn't win every time, but I feel like she is. She has done her training. Yeah, I'm fine with yeah. that. Right. Um, I've I, I was. I think I know what he's talking about because at one point somebody's got a gun to the back of her head and she just gives her like a wry little smile and then the truck backs up over the guy. That was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. It's like her situational awareness is so heightened that she's like, yeah, this is not a problem. Well, she could probably see the car coming too. Here yeah. It comes, yeah, right. Here comes Dig. Um, yeah, I saw great stunt work in this episode. Um. Also, great character moments from from John, uh, David Ramsey, as we all agreed. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, he's just you know what I really like that guy. He's, a, he's just a good actor. He's great. He's yeah, great. Yeah. He elevates every scene he's in, which yeah. is. Which I'm is, not complete, He seems like a I'm huge one thing, meatball, but he's not. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right, right. I mean, the guy is built like a brick shit house, but um, <laughs> uh, I was not completely sold on him. You know, writing Andy off. Um, and not because of the, I mean, just because of the way, I mean, the, the writing, not the acting. Um, I just feel like that was like, it was one of those overblown, um, reaction things that tend to run through this show from the very beginning. Uh, but 
it was okay. And, and, and I, and the two things, I mean, like watching the episode, I was kind of like, oh no, because there was that. And then there was Ollie possibly, you know, doing the, you know, working with Damien Dark. And, and fortunately by the end, both of those things were reversed. So I was, I was happy with the outcome, but I felt like, like through the episode was kind of like, oh God, here we go again. But at least they did not happen. Yeah, I think they I mean, I think they heightened that reaction on his part a little bit because he feels so betrayed by it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, you need the you need the conflict and the drama. Yeah. And we were talking about, like, how they're kind of undoing the stuff from last season. But but the nice thing, I think, is that they're also like bringing things in from further back as well. So it's not just about undoing last season, although that's definitely in there. But it's. They're really it's like they they are respecting the body of work that they've done to date by drawing in all those elements and making them really part of the people, all of their characters and and bringing them out in really creative ways. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, we have Dark acknowledges uh, his uh, Oliver's parents like being at one point very powerful figures in Star City, Mm -hmm. um, but says, you know, this isn't the same. This isn't the same city that it was then. Um, which is a nice bit. Uh, I think in general, yeah, there's there's a lot of... It feels like a living world, right? They do a good job mm-hmm. of, of building in all these details and evolving as time goes on. Yeah. Um, some good work from Ray this week, although I think he's on the cusp of the uh, I need to go off to my own spinoff decision, right? right? right. Um, but nice of him to show up and he talks about like, I thought there was interesting bits in there where he's discussing like the, you know, should I come back from the dead or not with Felicity? Yeah, hand waved over a lot of that. I mean, it took like 30 some odd minutes just to get through. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the B plot this week is, yeah. is sort of, you know, him deciding what he wants to do. Uh, and he doesn't seem to want to come back because he's kind of feels like all the stuff he was trying to do with Palmer tech is not, didn't really make a difference, right? Like he goes away and his company's failing and the city's not any better off than it was. And, um, you know, that's maybe he didn't make a big difference, but he still shows up and, uh, you know, helps out the team and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, not so much a reluctant hero. So uh, like he's just self-reflection. I think as he puts it is a good, is a good way to, to sort of explain it is he's trying to figure out what his, what his use is at this point. And I think the answer is he should really consider a spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> they should yeah. look into that. Yeah. I hope um, somebody's contemplating. That. Someone should think about that. Yeah. Uh, well-deployed Lance this week. Well-deployed Laurel too. I felt like the scenes that she's in, yep. she does a, you know, it's, I read in an article where they were suggesting that, you know, she is better off as a side character. Um, and we did have a lot of episodes earlier this season focusing on her. And I think I tend to agree with that. Like, I think she works much better as a supporting character uh, than she does as the star of the action. Because um, I thought she Maybe. was really well deployed in this episode dealing with Dig and her fight scenes and all of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I could go for another Birds of Prey episode. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you think we think we come, do you think the hunters will ever come back? They did they you know mentioning her no, name this episode. I don't mean her, but I mean like you could do whatever. The lineup is arbitrary, right? Sure. Uh, although I mean, you know, Sarah has left at this point too. So we're almost which is also nice too because I feel like it will be interesting to see how the we're not even at the halfway mark of this season, right? But like next week we or not next week two weeks we have the crossover episodes with flash which is all set for you know basically setting up legends of tomorrow um but then we're gonna have to sort of rein in and get back to i feel like the the this show's business yeah Uh, and it will be interesting to see how we handle that once we've you know sort of dealt with having sarah and and ray brought back to life um because like you know we have seen a lot of damian dark already in the front half of this season uh, mm-hmm. even if we don't have him in like, you know, he, he's kind of had like e- e- smaller scenes with individual characters. We haven't seen him yet. Un- like they, they discussed that in this episode, like what is the point of high, what is hives agenda? Right. And they theorize maybe, uh, using star city as a base of operations since it will be a dead city with nobody like there and no police presence and anything. Uh, but that's the best they've come up with sort of for like what they want out of this, which seems a little low stakes. Yeah. I mean, why not just 
you move into Detroit. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Incidentally. Just lost, just lost all our Detroit listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Incidentally, I will say, I don't know, did either of you watch the, um, the animated shorts of Vixen on the CW? On, Not yet. I saw the uh, preview and it looked good. I watched them all the other day because they're basically – there are six, like, five-minute episodes. So it's like a half-hour episode essentially. Um, and and our, like, our, our guys voiced that, right? Yeah, Stephen Amell and Grant Gustin and um, both uh, Cisco and Felicity make sort of small appearances. Um, but Stephen Amell and Grant Gustin have pretty su- su- substantial roles. Um, and – it's pretty well done, I thought. It kind of reminded me of, like, the more classic, like, uh, Justice League cartoons a bit. Um, yeah. But it's clearly set in this world. It's the same character designs for Flash and, and Arrow, and it takes place in Detroit. So, there you go. There's your tie-in. <laughs> so, I would love to say, the, um, the actress who plays um, Vixen slash, uh, what's her name, Mary... Um, I forgot the last name, McCord or something, um, is great. She's a great voice actress. Uh, I looked her up and I was like, oh, she could totally play this part in person too. Like it would be great to bring her. She would be a a cool addition at some point, but <laughs> that might be a little too, I wonder if her superpowers are a little too strange for even the Flash, but we'll see. Even impossible. Impossible. Unpossible. They, have a shark, they had a shark man. <laughs> only Only briefly. <laughs> Yeah, but still. Well, it's not like she transforms, right? So, yeah, she just summons the the powers. Um, yeah, yeah. So we, but we do have some like some more balls put in in the air as we deal with like um, uh, Thea trying to solve her anger management issues. Yeah, uh, I think is interesting and gives us the first time that we have seen anybody basically do any real damage to Damien Dark or like. In any yeah. aside from like Ollie's like expl- escape with the flashbang the other week, which was not even like I'm going to directly take you on. It's I'm going to distract you long enough to get out of here. This one actually seemed to impact him in some way. Yeah. yeah. So it, in that first altercation with uh, Dark, I don't know like once he stopped an arrow. I don't know why the second arrow wasn't just a bomb. Like <laughs> if you want to levitate them in front of yourself, well, here's a bomb. <laughs> Well, we, uh, because there's no guarantee like, that would work, right? Like, well, if he's he going to hold just, him in, in pause in front of himself, just wait for the bomb to go off. Maybe like, he can do, you know, like maybe he can do uh, force fields or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, whatever. The, I mean, yeah. it's leave. worth a try. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we know that Damien Dark is going to end up with an arrow in him, right? At some point, <laughs> do we do something? Something's going to happen. Yeah. Um, it could just maybe he would just swallow all of Thea's uh, anger evil and yeah, choke on it. Big jerk. <laughs> <laughs> maybe big funny jerk. <laughs> yeah, constantly humor, constantly yeah. humorous jerk. I want him in a cell right next to Slade Wilson. <laughs> I feel just like he might be able to get out. I would, I would watch that show. Both of them separated <laughs> cells. Just the odd couple. I'm gonna guess that which one is. I think I would think Damien Dark's the fastidious one. Is that uh, <laughs> he's yeah. Felix? Is that right? Yeah, and then uh, Slade is Oscar. Slade is yeah. Oscar, right? Yeah, I guess I would that. go. I mean, Slade's on, you know, Slade comes back to to Starling City uh, pretty dressed up, but uh, you know, he seems like the the, the sloppier of the two, though, in general, yeah, given his whole chaos. Well, first of all, he's driven by personal revenge rather than like some kind of good, right? So he's yeah. already kind of yeah. off his rocker a bit, right? So. Right, she's definitely off his rocker. Yeah. Um, I was trying to remember. I feel like there were some more good. Uh, uh, lines or something in this episode, but well, the, the Laurel. So the Laurel Dig um, talk was really good, um, and it I was, love yeah, the way I love him. the way she kind of like bats down all of his like like you've never been here before <laughs> stuff, just like one after the other. <laughs> She's like, yeah, like uh, having a, kid, a sibling come back from uh, death. It's kind of kind of been there already, and and then hey, uh, 
The bat phone. Like, I, I, didn't know the phone, I didn't know the phone lines were open. Yeah, sorry. Caller, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, caller. Um, and then the other thing was you're just like, yeah, yeah, a sibling uh, member of an uh, organization of killers also been there. Yeah. It's, you know what's funny? I hadn't put two and two together until she actually laid it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, you guys should be best friends at this point. <laughs> and I liked it because I don't think we've seen a scene with them before. Yeah, we have seen really. a couple scenes with them before, in fact, especially dealing with when Ollie was away. Um, because oh, that's true. They, they sort of become, you know, they, them and Thea become the, you know, the people dealing with Starcy. So they, I think we've actually built up a nice relationship between Laurel and Dig. That's true. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel alien. I was just no. like, oh, it's a nice moment between people that we don't actually get to see moments with that often. Yeah. We've had a few yeah. good ones with, with the two of them. But, yeah, they're, I mean, they're both kind of supporting characters, right? So yeah. The show is so busy that, it, like, it's really hard to fit in all of the great sort of interpersonal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but this this season they're all really well written, at least. Um, they're they're again, very believable. Um, yeah, totally. Well, they're really, growing up, and, right? very, like, yeah. and very well acted. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I, I think that it's nice that we do get to see a definitive. Like I said, you know, earlier when we we're doing the recap, it does seem like a meta commentary on like the weaknesses of the show uh, mm-hmm. over the last year, and then to a certain degree, the evolution of the show since its beginning. Right, like of you know going from the Oliver being the Hood and the Arrow to the Green Arrow, like all of that seems to make a certain amount of sense, and having you know, Ollie develop into someone who is a little more introspective and a little less murderous. Uh, yeah. And even now a little less, you know, confrontational and jerky than he was before. Um, Cause we get a lot of good moments from him this week where he's like, you know, uh, I need to, I, I want this to be, I want redemption to be possible. You know, I want to believe that we can like, we've got hope and we can save this city. Uh, and the whole discussion about having this fight in the, in the light rather than in the shadows uh, plays really well to all the stuff from you know last season. Yeah, he does. He does two uh, yeah. nice sort of st- stops. I mean, one is just because he's hurt because he gets his you know he gets his clock cleaned a little bit in that one fight. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a grenade he, go off in his face. Yeah, yeah, but he's fine. He's, he's pretty well. He's pretty well bruised up, and so he starts he starts raising his voice, and it and it hurts him. <laughs> Which is a nice reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other, another time he does it just kind of a exasperation, like a little bit later where he's like, he's, he's going on with a line and he just like sort of stops and goes, and, goes, <laughs> and then continues with the line. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's two things going on here. I, uh, the, the show is getting sillier in terms of the, um, I mean, there's gimmick arrows and there's all kinds of weird stuff going on and magic and all yeah. of that. But conversely, the relationships are maturing. Yeah. Right. Right. Which, are, which is nice. It's like evening out the dish in a nice way. Like it's a little <laughs> less of this ingredient, a little bit more yeah. of this. And we're going to have like a new dish, which is, which is equally they, good, but they've, just a different thing, you know? They've dialed, even dialed back a bit on the soap opera stuff, which is kind of yeah. nice, right? Like someone, our. Yeah. The same listener who I think was complaining a little bit about Laurel not being around was like, oh, there's too much relationship stuff. They need to get back to the other stuff. I'm like, actually, I think this is so much better than the relationship stuff in the first several seasons because it's yeah. not all, why are you hiding this from me? I thought we were friends. I thought, we, why why can't you be together? We are, we're in love. And now it's like, no, this is like, you know, these guys have gotten older and they're having discussions about like, you know, things that matter to adults and in ways that adults have discussions for the most part like and, yeah and thea's like thea's decision to start dating whatever his name is um is done mostly in her head right and you know she, right. does, <clears throat> she does it with her head rather than her her heart which is like what she how she handled everything with uh roy yeah she, exactly. she kind of decides she's like you know what i think i think this actually would be a good thing for me because I've got all this other crap going on and, you know, like to have something normal and it's, you know, other than the incident where she beats the living tar out of uh, a guy in a bar, the, you know, their date seems normal. Right. Well, yeah. Full of awkward (laughs) jokes. Who hasn't had a date like that? (laughs) Also, Ollie is becoming increasingly more like the Ollie from the comic books. Um, Adopting some, 
what do they call it? Hippie something. Hippie. Oh, right, yeah. Right. Socially liberal policies. Yeah. Like, yeah. like let's yep. rejuvenate the Bay. And it, and it being described as a hippie project is completely something Ollie from the comics would be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's all about that kind of stuff. Um, and Where's like the date? He's, he's come off kind of conservative. Uh, this family, through, yeah, yeah, I mean, whatever, yeah, whatever. That's broad, right? But he's come yeah. off. He's, uh, <laughs> he's in favor of he's in favor of gun control, but not arrow control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually Arrow's is. But <laughs> wasn't the, yeah, yeah, he? Yeah, he does. He went to that um, when when uh, Sebastian Blood was running for mayor. Wasn't there like? Doesn't he like crash like a gun like a gun take back program or yeah. something? Right. He creates right. one. He, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's right. Spends his own money to to buy back a bunch of but guns. not arrows. <laughs> No, no, no. Every, you know, it's written into the Second Amendment that everyone should have a bow and arrow. I'd never thought of that before. We weren't doing the show <laughs> during that season. But him spending money to get guns off the street is only good for his arrow persona because it's just less stuff. To it's shoot less people at. to shoot. Yeah, less, it totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. I'm waiting for that to come up as a plank of his campaign platform. <laughs> yeah, they should mention that. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, this hippie stuff of like, let's rejuvenate the bay, uh, is good. Um, he said he was going to gentrify the neighborhoods, which is, you know, whatever, that gets right, a bit right. complicated. But uh, it's also something I could totally see Ollie thinking was a great idea. <laughs> uh, he had multiple tuxedos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm but, sorry, you're not qualified to run for mayor. You have only a rental. <laughs> Yeah, but for all his faults, and he's got a lot of faults, uh, he is of good heart and means well, which is kind of why I love watching this show because he's kind of a dick to all of his friends. He does a lot of dumb stuff, uh, kind of selfish, but ultimately it has like um, decent objectives that that you know that he he really believes in and are for the greater good most of the time. Yeah, agreed. Um. Let's see. Any other thoughts about this week's episode? Oh, I was going to say, I think that last scene with Andy and Dig is a little weird, right? Um, yeah. Uh, I do like, as I was reading um, the recap over at previously.tv, which is done by uh, our friend Monty Ashley, also regular on The Incomparable. Um, and he mentions the part where like Andy's like, like turned away from him the whole time, but also that the cage is in the middle of a room, so he could just walk around That's it. That- it's that cage. It's that they've had that cage for a while. It's that's, the Nissa oh, that's the Nissa think, cage. It's just now in a new. It's. A, I think that was actually just the same room cleared out because yeah. it even had the the um, well, like the, the 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 lockers or whatever you want to call them. This layer is really big. Because he's got yes. the he's got the main room. He's got this room. He's got a garage, which which begs the question: Who builds this for you? I guess. Oh, uh, well, they said uh, Cisco. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. they said yeah. Do you think they? But like, don't you need but, like contractors yeah, and stuff? Bank, Slade Wilson. Bank I don't think Cisco is. I know, but are there contractors to like redo the whole thing? And like, right. then he's got to pay well, them to like. They, they got miracured, so they're either dead or. Well, no, but they didn't build this like to his specifications, right? right? Like somebody had to re all the green in. Yeah, someone had to uh, revamp it, and someone had to like do the do the like yeah yeah like spruce it up right. a little bit. Yeah, Cisco got Barry to do it <laughs> really fast. Barry's yeah. been running around rebuilding Central City, so that's a fair right. point. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Andy Diggle seems. I can't tell if he's still all like drugged up or whatever, or or what. But there seems like there's something else going on there because he seems and pretty. The, uh, it is the chilly. same actor. It is the, Eugene Bird, who uh, ago, right? yeah. who appeared a couple seasons ago. I recognize him because he was a semi regular character on Bones for a long time. Um, so there you go. I like him. He's a good actor. He just yeah. They haven't given him too much to do, but I know that he's got the he's got the chops. <laughs> Bones, oh, so, so, yeah, okay, so Bones, and just Bones had a uh, crossover with uh, Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. I didn't watch that, because, but it sounded <laughs> utterly ridiculous. I stopped, I stopped watching Sleepy Hollow, but that, that sounds wild. Yeah, I watched both of those shows for a while and gave up on both of them, but yeah, not, as, not quite the same as an Arrow Flash crossover, let's put it no. that way. No. Um, speaking of which, next uh, week. we're off next week. There yep. is no yep. episode next week, but in two it's weeks. It's American Thanksgiving. It's American Thanksgiving. 
Uh, and we will be giving thanks for Arrow and Flash and crossovers, yes. probably among other yes. things. <laughs> but centrally, those things. Yeah, when I sit down with my loved ones, that'll be the top of my list. <laughs> and marathon the Arrow? Yeah. <laughs> um, but in two weeks, we will return um, with a crossover episode, uh, I believe, titled Legends of Yesterday and Legends of Today, which leads into another show, Legends of Next Fortnite, uh, which is, I believe, the spinoff title. Legends of a Week from Next Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dan, Dan, you got to workshop the jokes, man. No, I really don't, because then somebody will stop me from making them. Okay. <laughs> Legends of the leap year, uh, and so yeah, I'm just I'm just riffing now. Um, I don't know exactly what our coverage plans are for that, other than some portion of us at least will be here. Some portion of us may be talking about the Flash episode. You'll have to tune into both the Speedy Arrowcast and the Flash Flashcast to get the whole two-night event yeah because uh, this one i believe is more integrated than uh last year's yeah because it's more about them like taking on a central thing rather than like a one threat rather than like oh we're going to come over to central city and deal with this problem and then we're going to go over to starling city and deal with this problem this year they've got one big problem uh and they're going to team up um, and we did, I was sharing with you guys earlier this week that they're like, they've alluded to there being some gigantic set scene, like fight scenes with like nine different costume superheroes, which sounds awesome. So looking forward to that quite a bit. Yep. Um, and then I don't think there is currently a schedule yet for, uh, where we pick up after that. There probably will be maybe one or two more episodes in December, and then we mm-hmm. may have a bit of a hi- hiatus until January. Yeah. So, Do you think we'll get the 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 death before the break or after the break? Yeah, yeah. Well, how long do you think? Because like in the flash forward from episode one is six right. months in the future, right? Yeah, and that's and my, yeah. I, I, so I, they'll probably stick to like regular six months, right? So I would think it probably happens after the break. Well, let's put it this way. But it seems like it seems like the kind of thing that you would do before the break, right? maybe i don't know to, i mean technically cliff, we didn't, it's a cliffhanger at, sure uh, but we didn't we also didn't well let's see we started in october right um so because the season starts yeah, fairly so it's late only, it's only two it's months. only two months you know but we i don't yeah. know how much time has elapsed in arrow arrow world arrow world it seems like probably at least a couple months and probably more yeah well i think when it's Dark hard to tell when it only takes five into, seconds, seconds to get to the end of our bat right yeah well when dark calls lance into the office he says last week on arrow a lot of weird (laughs) previously on arrow Uh, you you lured me into a trap well they they say wednesday often enough and they're like last week like they they often make allusions to the night at arrow's time which is they used to do that on on buffy they would say it's tuesday dawn must be captured again yeah yeah um yeah, so I don't know. I, I agree it does seem like a kind of thing. Like last year at the midpoint, we had the Ollie getting stabbed by Rachel Ghoul uh, yeah, and falling right. off a mountain. Um, so it does seem like that would be a logical point to do a little bit of cliffhangery stuff. Although if yeah. it's someone who actually dies, I could also see it being a thing in like when the episode we get back. Um, that also seems like a logical place to do that. I would assume the, only thing that, the writers the know who's going to die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but the thing that'll complicate it is that uh, Legends of Tomorrow picks up in January, and they right. will probably be needed. Well, in the, in the first episode, unless unless it's someone like Lance, right? Like who probably isn't going to play that big a part yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll um, see. Yeah, we still don't have any any uh, updates this week on your thinking about who's in the who's in the box. No, what's in the box? Um. Is Lance still our, our leading contender? It's, it's someone's head. It's a severed head. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I'm not um, sure who else in the show, on the show you could kill at this point. Easily. And have the, like, kill permanently. Let's put it that way. Well, it could be, it could be Andy, but. Oh, no, but Barry, think, Barry wouldn't show up sense. for that. Yeah, right, right. That doesn't make sense. I, I don't know that guy. Right, right. Did we conclude at some okay. point that it could be Damien Dark? <laughs> Just like it's all a head fake. <laughs> well, what does he say? So. He says, like, it, at one point I would have thought that this was my fault. But now I realize that this was their choice. And then Barry says, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. 
so I think Laurel I mean, Laurel is my right. other like, Laurel's my other guest still. I feel like the Lance family, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take it on the chin. Or Thea? Could they kill Thea? Well, that's Thea's, that's another option, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, because they're, they're obviously going to try and get Thea close to Dark, right? To, in order to get the evil Right, so what if her. that backfires and she gets killed? Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a possibility. Lots of options still. Haven't narrowed the yep. field. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's it for this week. Um, thank you so much for joining me, my panelists, Guy English. Thank you. And John Maltz. Always a pleasure. And we'll see you in two weeks. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-